Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Wellness Walks. I'm Hannah Bright Wellness, the female's coach, and I'm here to talk to you about topics covering all things to do with female health, both physical and mental. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to the podcast. And on today's episode, we have my fiance, Jamie, on following on from the episode that I recorded about my sober curious journey. We had quite a lot of positive feedback and people interested in this topic. So we thought I'd get Jamie on as he is currently doing 100 days alcohol free. So I thought it'd be good to get him on, see how he's finding it, what's he found positive, any struggles he's had and what he um, could bring to anyone that's thinking about doing the same. So welcome to the podcast, Jamie. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thank good. you. very pleased. How are you? Very good, yeah, very good. So do you want to give the listeners a bit of a background on what your kind of drinking life was, your relationship with alcohol up to this 100 days? So before this 100 days, what, were, was, it, what was it like? Um, well, yeah, I mean, before lockdown, so that's kind of, for me, where it all went uh, slightly downhill, should we say. Um, but before lockdown, it was very much socially drinking, um, looking forward to drinking, going out with my friends, going out with you, of course, having wine with dinner, um, and just, just be, I suppose, being normal, but enjoying it. Um, and I, and I did, did enjoy it. I do love it. Um, I can't wait to have another drink at some point, but in a different manner. Um, the problems for me came with lockdown when um, it was kind of like boredom, and then with boredom came alcohol, um, which I think lockdown now was, what, three years ago now? And as we start to slide out of lockdown and get back to normality and back to normal working weeks, normal habits, that didn't really disappear. I, I was still doing the same thing yeah. then um, as I was, same, same thing now as what I was doing then. So that's probably why I decided to do, challenge myself to do 100 days of, uh, of, of no drinking. I mean, at first I'm going to do the 30 days, the dry January thing. Um, which is great. But the more I read about it beforehand, I, I kind of read that you need to give it a good old minimum of four weeks to start seeing changes. So that's why I decided to do 100 days. And I'm day yeah. 48, maybe, nearly 50. It's nearly halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it just became like less of a weekend thing and more drinks creeping into the week and just deciding that that didn't sit well with you anymore no it just just became a habit and I was always on the um the thought process that I was like when I'm lucky people didn't really get uh hangovers whereas the truth be said I was probably always under par what I don't know five percent yeah 25 percent so <laughs> it didn't which I didn't know I thought I didn't have hangovers but having not drunk for 48 days now um which is, that's another topic to talk about later, about how you feel during the 48 days onto 100 days. Um, I realised that I actually I was under par. Yeah. By 20, 25, 30%. So, which has a massive effect on your, your daily working life, everything, everything. Sleep. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So that brings <clears throat> us on nicely to how you feel now. What's the biggest change or the biggest positives that you've seen from the first well, what will be 50 days today when this episode goes out? Biggest challenge. In a positive manner, um, it's going to have to be, I mean, financially is really good. I mean, I'll mention that one first because it's one you can visually see. Like, yeah. you can see that you're not wasting money or 
your bank balance is growing, um, you're more switched on and, and then you don't want to waste money on, on anything. I've come quite tight yeah. since... Um, well, since, it's so uh, easy to spend, you know, £100 on a night out. You go for a meal yeah. and then, you know, a bottle of wine and before you know it, you spend £100. And if you're doing that yeah. once or twice a week... Yeah, and, and you, know, what, you know what I was like and my friends know what I was like. It wouldn't just be a glass of wine every dinner. There will always have been, um, you know, a bottle every dinner. And every probably going out afterwards as well. So obviously, you know where that ends up going to. Um, more drinks. So financially, way better off. But let's talk about the positives, because that's more of a... That is positive, but lean on a negative vibe of what I was doing. Um, health is good. Um, focus is good. Mindset is good. Uh, but a thing I would probably mention the best is my sleep. My sleep is amazing. I've got a body clock back. Um we get to bed quite early, right? We get to bed yeah. at like nine the latest. Yeah. Especially Love Island's on. Watch half an hour of Love Island. <laughs> Go to bed. Go um, to sleep at half nine. But then I'm up every day at half past six, six o'clock. I think I'm I'm up by six. Out of bed by, you know, quarter past, half past six. But not being forced to actually want to get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be like, because obviously you start work early. It could be yeah. anywhere from 7.30. And it used to be like dragging yourself out of bed, whereas now... Yeah, like snoozing the alarm and you're that sort of You're full stuff. of energy. Annoyingly full of energy, apparently. <laughs> and also, um, you just seem to sleep through solidly now. I mean, I've always slept well, haven't I? But the thing, the thing with, 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 with alcohol is you... I, I guess everyone's got a different... Um, has a different experience of it, but you tend to fall asleep rather quickly. And then you tend to wake up about two, three o'clock, a little bit dehydrated, maybe you need to go for a wee, who knows what. Um, but the quality of sleep is is spot on now. You know, the, um, the REM cycles, I haven't looked into my REM cycles, but I know I'm sleeping better, I'm dreaming more, um, waking up more fresh. Um, yeah, not feeling like I've been hit, hit by a bus the night before, which is quite a common Yeah, definitely. And also you've mentioned that your energy is just more consistently good very consistent yeah i mean i'm getting more tired so my dog's all like over me in a minute um <laughs> teddy get down i get more tired in the evening but again that's probably because my productivity during the day is like doubled yeah it probably has almost doubled isn't it yeah you are really pro- productive during the day yeah and also you used to be a serial napper which i used to be jealous of i was like how do you nap in the day it's something i've never been able to do yeah and you just used to always feel like you needed a nap and would have a nap most days yeah whereas you haven't napped like a year. 20 minute nap um but i've even tried to have a nap the other day and i can't yeah. i can't nap you can no longer nap so yeah your energy is just a lot more consistent and that is due to obviously not being hungover but also having good quality sleep and consistently yeah. throughout the week not you know a few days in the week and then ruining at the weekend and then trying to recover at the beginning of the week and that vicious cycle that we all know too well yeah indeed i mean so, yeah the most the top positive things for you is financial you're actually saving money rather than wasting it yeah and more energy and better sleep yeah and another another thing as well which um is, is pretty much high up there and will be high up there for most people um, weight loss comes down consistently. If your goal is to lose weight, uh, it's, it's way easier without drinking because you're not consuming all them calories. What's a bottle of wine? 750 calories. 750, uh, anywhere between 600 and 700 um, calories. <laughs> talking about myself, it's quite vain now, isn't it? But skin's better. Yeah, well, that's what we're here for, yeah. Eyes look good. Um, and just feel better, you know? 
just feel overall better. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, and then, so obviously, there are many positives. Have you struggled along the way with the fifty days? Anything yeah. you found quite challenging? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, the reason why I wanted to do a hundred days and not thirty is because, to be honest with you, the first ten days was like it's quite a struggle to get out of that routine of doing what you've always been doing for the last two, three, four years or longer. Um, so getting out of that habit is is difficult. Whereas where I am now. It's just this is my new routine, and I'm not craving anything like I was um, was before. Yeah. Other struggles would be I'm ducking and diving social events, completely yeah. ducking and diving social events. Um, not because I can't trust myself to to go out the, with the boys and do stuff, <laughs> and I want to see them. I just don't want to do that. Is that. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think you know putting yourself in a situation where you know everyone's going to be having drinks. It's going to be quite a long night of drinks. It's just not something you want to do when you're not no. drinking yourself. No. Um, so what I've done to adjust that is I'm meeting friends of coffee in the morning, uh, meeting friends of watch in the day, um, just trying to skip out the the evening. But I'm, again, I'm quite tired in the evenings now because, like I said, it's about my body clock being better. I just don't want to go out late. Late, no. Yeah. But also, obviously, it is a quieter time of year anyway. We haven't, no. fortunately, had many social events that have put you in that kind of no. awkward-ish but position. I do, I, do, I do need to try harder with that because you, you don't want to start dropping off with friends because you, you can still go out and not drink. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am making a, a conscious effort to um, stay connected with people yeah, in definitely. my own way and hopefully they're... Yeah, it's worked out well so far so I've just missed a few a few things. But Yeah, but not too many. And what we found is, you know, the meals that we have gone out for or family events that we have had... Um, I find alcohol-free alternatives yeah. like the saviour because you oh. feel included and you're not just drinking Diet Cokes or water, no. it's something a bit different. And yeah. I, I mean, because, it, because it's wintertime, I love um, I love a pint of Guinness really, actually. And they brought out the Guinness Zeros mm. and they're, they're amazing. I think they're even sponsoring the, the, the rugby now, aren't they? So yeah. I think people are becoming more on board with the Zero or low alcohol um, alternatives. Yeah, and I find like, on a Friday night, if we're not going out and doing anything, but we do want to unwind and relax, and it used to be with a glass of wine, put your feet up on the sofa, and actually having the naught percents gives you that kind of experience that you're relaxing with something different in your hand, but it's not alcohol, it's an alcohol-free option. But I still think it gives you that kind of placebo effect, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah, sort of, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not the same effect, is it? No. But it's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's close to... Um, we we booked a holiday last night, didn't we? We did, yeah. We're going to Lanzarote. See, that's going to be hard, isn't it? Because a glass of rose in the sun, that's like perfect. Yeah, so we're doing a long weekend to Lanzarote at the beginning of March. But I think, you know, being a shorter period of time, and it's quite nice that we're both doing this together, so it's not like one of us yeah. is drinking, tempting the other one. And you do have to put yourself in these positions, I think. You have to experience holidays, weddings, parties and things alcohol-free yeah and i 100 will not drink on the holiday um but that is me putting myself in the sweet spot of uh wanting a glass of rosé because that is you know yeah so it's just trying these things and yeah i'm looking forward and to doing it. them differently and you know we'll the more we do these things i suppose the more we'll get used to it and yeah. work out what works for us and what doesn't and there's, there's a gym there which is yeah. good we can hire bikes which yeah. is good we'll get up um, early and do sunrise walks and stuff which we wouldn't yeah. be doing if we were drinking no. no. So, yeah, I think the, the things that you've struggled with most are 
you know, still doing the same kind of social things that you used to. You've had to adapt that a little bit. But you've also mentioned to me earlier in the first like two weeks of stopping drinking, you were actually exhausted. Yeah, just yeah, just tired. Um, I haven't even I haven't really looked into why that is. Why 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 is um, that? Well, I know that because I've done lots of reading and podcast listening, and it's basically because when you are drinking, you don't actually have that deep REM sleep, so your body's not actually catching up on the sleep. It's not resting and recovering fully like it is when you're not drinking. So when you stop drinking, you are still catching up for a good, you know, week, two weeks on the sleep that you've been lacking up until that point. So it's completely normal. But now you obviously have come past that and your energy is higher again. But yeah, it's quite normal to find that you're absolutely exhausted. And I know back in the summer when I did my first alcohol-free 12 weeks, I struggled with the same thing. So yeah, that's completely normal. But it's interesting to see how much more consistent energy you have now that you are getting that proper deep REM sleep yeah 100% 100% okay so lots of positives and not too many struggles you haven't even had many big cravings I think what two times um oh yeah it's it's when you go into I don't even like rugby that much do I but went into that um pub the other day after a dog after a dog walk went into a pub in Christchurch and um started chatting to some people from uh, New Zealand and that's, yeah. that's my sort of thing like I can easily chat all day to new people and I thought oh that's me and yeah you'd love to like have some drinks with them get chatty watch the rugby and yeah I know what you mean so we yeah we had a 0% there we had didn't a 0% we? there yeah and then we continued our dog walk so it's a minor craving whilst I was in that environment but not afterwards. Yeah, and I think it's just been that occasion and then another Friday when, again, we put ourselves in the environment in a restaurant that was busy. And somewhere we used to go a lot. Somewhere we used to go a lot and have, you know, big drinking sessions, <laughs> all-day sessions and stuff. Um, but, yeah, other than that, actually, you've really embraced the whole experience so far and you haven't seemed to have really struggled when it's come to weekends yeah. much at all. It, it, it is a mind thing. It definitely is a mind thing. And once you get so many days into it, you kind of don't want to ruin what you set out to do. Yeah. Um, and I tell I tell people that I'm doing it. So you're not getting the... Um, people trying to entice you to go out all the time. People know yeah. what you're doing. And it's, I find it easier. Some people like to keep it to themselves for personal reasons, but I've found it easier. And, and actually, I've told, told people I was going to do it. And I think about four of my friends doing the same thing, where it be 80 days, 90 days... And everyone's supporting each other, not in like, not in some sort of group thing going yeah. on. We're not being weird about it. We're not making it into a big deal. We're just supporting each other a little bit and seeing how everyone's doing. And I would hate to tell one of them people, oh, I messed up at the weekend. Yeah. So that is a motivation for me. The accountability a little bit, having that community, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the thing. Some people like to just, you know, keep their heads down, do it on the, you know, in quite quietly on their own but I think it does kind of if you get it out there and you tell people you're doing it then there's no awkwardness and there's less peer pressure and it just makes it a bit easier for yourself and you'll be surprised how many people are inspired by you or impressed with you ask questions ask, ask questions, questions all the time there's definitely a lot of people out there that are interested and curious about drinking less but people don't seem to think <coughs> it can even be an option or it can it's even possible because with our culture drinking is you know it comes with everything if we're going out for a dinner you're going to have drinks if you're going for a party you're obviously going to have drinks if you're celebrating something you're going to have drinks if you're 
stressed or low or, you know, that everyone drinks at every possible occasion. Right. I do think there's going to be more and more zero percent low alcohol drinks coming out. Um, what's the Spencer Matthews one? What, what's what's he got? Clean K. Clean K. Um, and he's doing a lot of work on that. He's like getting the word out there. And just to see sporting events being sponsored by zero percent. You know, I remember back in the day when F1 was sponsored by um, cigarettes. Yeah. Brand. Can't even name a brand right now off the top of my head. But it's not really uh, relatable to each other, is it? So I think uh, sports get on the same line. And the more stuff which comes out there, the more people will have the zero percents and yeah, more of an option. Whereas more of an option. Whereas before, like I said, it's diet cokes and lemonade. Yeah, isn't it? which there's only so many diet cokes you can drink. Um. So yeah, that's all. Yeah, really interesting. And you're doing so well, and we're halfway there. So we've got another fifty days. So when it gets to your hundred day point. What do you think you're going to do moving forward? Is it just go back to how you were before or what's the plan? No, that's the good thing about it. You can really take the headspace to evaluate what you were doing before. Um, and what I was doing before was not ideal. Not, I mean, most people probably do it. A lot of people probably do it. Excessive drinking. Um, it's not um, it, It's not a habit. It's not, um, not an alcoholic, <laughs> you know, what they want to call it. It was just drinking too much that I would like to say I, I drink. So what will I be doing afterwards? Drinking on certain special events, which are like a day out, for example. Like, you know, if you're going to hire a boat, go to the hut for one day and have lunch and drinks. Perfect. Yes, that sounds I'll great to that. me. Yeah, sounds really nice. Um, weddings again. Yes, because it's just a lovely day. You know, choose my moments when I do yeah. drink. Going down your local pub every Friday, Saturday. And if you're not going down your local pub, having wine at home, um, all that stuff will, will come to a halt. Um, week drinking. I didn't really drink much in a week, but it did creep in, didn't it? Like yeah, Thursday. it was creeping in. It would be more Thursday, Friday, Saturday, even on a Sunday. Sunday, that's four days out of, so, out of seven. Yeah, so you're just going to obviously not get into the habit of come a Friday, oh, Friday, and so therefore, obviously, yeah. I'm drinking. But I want to look forward to going out. Yeah. Well, it's be uh, a routine like it was before, but I want to look forward to catch my friends, having a few drinks, not as many as before. Um, I've always come home really early. I'm not early. I'm always home before midnight. Yeah. I've never been one to stay out all night, but I do make the most of my four-hour slot when I do go out. Yeah. So just just to say that down, do you know what, actually? I might do, like, um, I say it now, but have an alcoholic drink and have, like, a zero so you can pace yourself better. Or yeah. Be try and moderate or... and try and pick and choose your moments and not just drink yeah. for the sake of it. We'll find out, won't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 50 days time well maybe we should do another episode when you get to 100 days see how you found the second half of the 100 days well at the moment i don't fancy alcohol at all yeah that's amazing because you know i know you so well and anyone that knows you family and friends you are always one of the first ones to yeah put it out there oh should we have a drink with this or you know you're always the one to say let's get the next drink in um and so, yeah, I think you've come so far and I'm so proud of you. And what I want to know just to finish off is what would you say to anyone that's thinking about giving, a, you know, having a break from alcohol, 30 days, 100 days or cutting out alcohol altogether? What would you say? 100% give it a go. Um, you've got to give it a go. You will probably want to throw the towel in, in the first two weeks, which is why probably a lot of people stop after two weeks. But just get past that and the benefits completely outweigh the positives you may think you have with drinking alcohol you have to give it a go um it's only 100 days yeah and hopefully 
it will clear up whatever situation you're leaving behind into a more of a healthy lifestyle with alcohol. Because I'm not, I'm not planning on cutting it out completely. I'm no. just planning on reducing, reduce, reducing it. Yeah. That's all. So, but everyone's got a different path. Everyone's got a different way of doing it. Mine's just to, so everyone's got a different story behind why you're going to do it. Yeah. But just do it, give it a go, set a target, tell people, hit that target. You've got nothing to lose, have you, by giving it a go? One thing before we wrap up is that I didn't think you would actually do whilst you're doing this 100 days. I thought you were literally going to go, right, I'm doing a 100 day challenge, like tick off every day and just, you know, get through each day. But actually, you've really embraced it. And I've loved it when I've come into the room and you're actually watching like a YouTube of the benefits of not drinking on your body, on your mind, on your productivity, on your job. You know, everything. um, You've actually wanted to learn about it and you've been interested in it. And celebrities as well, you know, actors and so on have cut alcohol out. And Elton John, for example, he was um, going through a really bad state. Everyone knows about that. To um, wafting on now. But yeah, just whoever uh, inspires you, read up, up on their story and just hear everyone's different versions of their life with alcohol and without alcohol. You can relate, can't you? It's interesting. If weirdly, most actors I'm thinking of off the top of my head now are, are now sober. Yeah, a lot of people are. And once you start looking into it, you see how many people are. And yeah, it's yeah. inspiring. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on to my podcast. Thank you. You are my first official guest, which is exciting. And we have more guests to come. So yeah, thank you very much. And I hope you've enjoyed listening. And I look forward to seeing you all on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe to my podcast if you haven't already. And follow me on both TikTok and Instagram at Hannah Bright Wellness. See you next time.